Hi, I'm Rachel Goodwin and I'm a channel and healer who loves to teach and empower others. My work is about teaching you how to make a strong and powerful connection with your divinity, your divine spark, soul, higher self, whatever you want to call it, and then bringing that divine power right smack centre into the middle of your life so that it mixes and integrates with your everyday life and your everyday self. To me, this is ascension as it creates an overall rising of vibration and is where my path and yours has always been leading. Welcome everyone to today's podcast. I'm really excited to share this with you. It's with my good friend Jamie Mendez from the United States and we are talking about, well, just so much um, from the divine feminine to integrated oneness to where we are at the moment with all of the energies that's going on. We're in a Um, unprecedented in our lifetime situation uh, with the coronavirus. Um, It's very uplifting the show today so this is a perfect time for you to be listening to it. Um, We're talking about violet flame spirals, earth energies and some really really great tips from Jamie about how you can bring sacredness, sacred you into your life in ways that are simple but deep and profound. So I'm not going to ramble on today. Um, I'm not going to do anything apart from let you listen to this wonderful interview. So enjoy. So, hello everyone. Today we're going to talk to Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi, Rachel. And whereabouts are you? You're in the States. I am. I'm located in a little town called Phillipsburg in New Jersey. Okay. Okay. And like where in it, you know, because like I'm British and we're like, (laughs) we we know America's really big, but are you near a coast and what side are you on? And I am. I'm on the East Coast, and I'm probably about two hours from New York City, maybe a little less. And I'm actually five minutes from the border of Pennsylvania, so I kind of get the the best of all three worlds there. Wow. Okay. And what what kind of weather are you having this time of year? <laughs> um, this week, <laughs> because it really does uh, vary from week to week. This week has been beautiful. We've been. Um, you know, it's very spring, high 60s, and, um, you know, it kind of drops down a little bit at night, but we we haven't had a whole lot of snow, so can't really complain. Yeah, we, I don't think we got, I don't think we got any snow this year in Denmark, wow. but I have, it's been unusually mild, and I have noticed there's a lot more insects and things around yes. because of it, so, but I, I kind of miss the, watching my um, seven-year-old sled down the hill thing yeah yeah you know I'm like that as well I I really want at least one or two good snows and then I'm like okay (laughs) I'm ready for spring again but yeah 
But thank you for coming on the podcast today. And we're going to be talking about a little bit about you, a little bit. One thing um, I will ask you is like some simple ways that you connect to your sacred self every day. But you don't have to answer that right now. I just, I don't think I mentioned that to you before. So I just sort of pop that in there in case, you know, something (laughs) comes up while you're talking. But um. I mean, just to start with, perhaps you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and kind of where you've come from, really. Sure. Um, Well, thank you very much for having me and allowing me to come on here and share who I am and, um, you know, what I do. Um, So I have uh, started out, um, well, I will tell you now that I am uh, an energy healer. I'm an intuitive and an oracle. I do a lot of work with, energy healing and uh, very specifically Reiki and light healing. Um, And I do offer uh, various different forms of guidance and help for people using uh, Oracle cards and readings. So um, I would say the bulk of my work is very much about helping others to uh, find the tools to help themselves and to really empower themselves on, you know, their journey. So I think it's really big, a very big, important part of um, evolution and being who we are. And uh, I did start out in a place where uh, it, it, that was my own personal journey. Um, so over the years, I, um, I came from a place, I would say, like when I was very young, I was always challenging things. Uh, I didn't always see eye to eye with parents or with, um, not in a bad way, but just, you know, one of those typical children that, but why, you know, why, but why do I have to do this? I don't agree with this. I don't want to do this. Um, And, you know, teachers and whatnot. So at a very young age, I became very interested in um, the mystical side of things. And it was always kind of an in it knowing, but of course, back then you don't know, you think you're just, you know, playing and it's your imagination. Uh, But I can remember very young um, looking through my neighbor's gardens and taking their flowers and plants and using them to uh, heal my sister. I would soak them in water and, you know, and I thought I was just, I thought I was playing, but you know, some of these things that I was doing, I would um, often get scolded for taking the neighbor's landscaping stones and one of the things that I do today is uh, work with crystals and I am a crystal healer. So it was just the, the, the magic of everything around me. And it really led me on this journey of why, you know, why, why are we here? What else are, what else is out there? I always believed in what you couldn't see. So I actually did get uh, married very, very young and I had children very, very young and Throughout that process, you know, you really do step away from everything that you kind of aspire to do because you all your focus is on your family. So as I, you know, while all my friends were out doing, you know, the normal 20-year-old things to do, I was taking care of a family and, and small children. And my son actually did struggle uh, my, he is my oldest and about six years old, he was diagnosed as ADHD, um, and oppositional defiant disorder. You know, um, he just really didn't fit the normal criteria for kind of sitting still and making school very easy for teachers and and whatnot. So he really facilitated me looking beyond, I would say the, um, the normal, uh, classic way of dealing with that, which was um, make him take medicine and um, have him sit down and try to conform. I kind of really watched his little spirit get broken throughout that process. And it really led me onto this whole spiritual journey of star seeds and indigos and sensitivity to energy. And in the same process, it was pushing me to look into having more time for myself, which was, which was interesting because that is um, anybody who has children on any sort of spectrum knows that that can be an incredibly um, trying, uh, challenging situation as a parent. So 
at some points in time, I really felt like I needed more me time and to kind of remember who Jamie was. And I started seeking um, outside companionship with other women and um, looking into taking classes to just, I just wanted to identify with something that just resonated with my soul. And I started going to a local uh, spiritual store and they offered a variety of different spiritual classes and topics. And um, eventually, after taking some of these classes, the owner came to me and asked me to join a high priestess circle and training that she was offering. And I said, absolutely, I'll, you know, sure. And the more that I began to learn, the more that I began to have my soul start to be called to this um, goddess energy and, you know, uh, what was the goddess? And it really, it just really began to spiral, I guess, my journey of searching for how I felt so very strongly called to what this goddess energy was. And um, it began to lead me on this journey of uh, Avalon and understanding what is Avalon and how I just somehow knew that I was part of this Avalon, um, part of this energy of the goddess. And um, as time went on, I really began to empower myself, to teach myself. I continued taking many classes. Again, I went into energy healing, became a Reiki master teacher. I began to really work with my intuition. And um, one thing that after I began to understand more about the energy of uh, the, the sacred feminine, and the energy of, uh, you know, what is Avalon, I began to actually have lots of visions of what I can only um, explain as past lives. And I saw myself working with other women and teaching them to use their own abilities as women, uh, tapping into the sacred feminine energy and um, healing and uh, working with the energy of the goddess and how really essentially the goddess was within all of us, not just women. Um, but it made me very sad for a time because I thought I, I missed that. You know, my soul really called to do that still. And eventually I came to this point that I was like, okay, you know what? It doesn't have to be gone. What about reestablishing? what I deem as home, the only thing that I can truly really say that I am 100%, I can live this, I embody this without even fully knowing it. How can I bring that back? How can I do that here? And I began what I call the spiral temple. And that is an online um, feminine empowerment school. And I do work with teaching the what is the sacred feminine and how we can awaken the sacred feminine within us and really begin to um, bring that integration or balance within us to what we already have within us. So it kind of just led and everything spiraled from there. You know, I've been doing that for quite a few years now. I have, I offer different levels of teaching in that really focusing on the self self-healing. And then as we spiral up out of that, we come into working with the interconnectedness of everything around us. So it's, it's a beautiful journey. It's been really, I've grown and learned right alongside the women that I've been working with. And it just continued to lead me down the rabbit hole <laughs> even further. And, and so I've, I've continued to, um, tap into uh, different things like working with the energy of the earth and the earth grid and the ley lines and my spirit guides and um, ancestral lineage, all of that. And it's just continuing to lead me to where I am now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. I know. <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now? I am 38. Okay. Okay. So that's been like a nearly 20 year 
journey you just described there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I, I hope that's what you were looking for. <laughs> no, no, no. No, yes. Thank you. No, it was great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, like for, for myself, there's a there's a sort of a similarity there in, in you know that I started with the healing. And then that led me on to, there was a, a crystal shop in a little town in, in the UK called Dorkin. It's not there anymore. A lot of these little shops are gone now, sadly. Oh. But um, they had, you know, brochures in there. And I saw someone had um, a course on a goddess priestess training. Wow. And, and I thought, I felt something. But I just sort of thought, oh, I don't know. That all sounds a bit balmy to me (laughs) but there was a not there was a a place where we used to go to where people could do services like Mm -hmm. you know of an alternative they didn't have to be um, a particular thing like if you were a shaman or a priestess or just someone who channeled anybody could go there and do a service and so I went there and sort of met different people and realized they were quite uh, you know normal (laughs) or as any of us are normal (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I mean because when I started this journey I was completely skeptical I was brought up to be completely completely skeptical and I was (laughs) Mm -hmm. but but you know luckily for me I found out that I could sense things and you know it was that sensitivity that kind of saved me, if 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 you like, because you know it was like when someone was channeling, I could feel all this energy and like all this stuff was streaming into me, and I was getting information. Yes. I was like, "What is going on here? Yes. Oh my god!" Because <laughs> I'd never experienced it, and you know, because people don't, do they? Where do you find this mm-hmm. in everyday life in Western civilization? You know, you're not getting right. it at your local church or down the you know coffee shop or so mm-hmm. how do how do you know how do you know and you know and the I mean with the healing one of my friends was doing a degree at um Roehampton University I think and and she was doing a degree in like alternative health or something or maybe it was just an alternative health module she was doing and they had someone come and talk to them about healing and she said to me you should go and try that Rachel and I was like, no, I was, a, I think I, I was either just finishing my nurse training or I was already a nurse. I was like, no, that's not for me. <laughs> and she was like, but I was in a really bad point in my life. And she was like, and what do you have to lose? <laughs> and mm. I couldn't come up with an answer. So I was like, oh, all right, all right. And she went with me and we went and tried it out. And, the, you know, it was the same thing. It was like, I could feel all these energies and like my crown chakra open. I didn't even know I had a crown chakra, my crown. Yeah. And I, I could, I had this inner image of being like a tree and like my branches like connecting up to the heaven. And like for the first time in my life, I felt like this connection. And it was amazing. And, you know, because I had these experiences, I want those things for other people as well. Yes. You yes, know? Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I, do, I do believe in, like, you know, those things happened. They were synchronicitous. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think they just happened accidentally. But on the other hand, I know, you know, that we're living in a world where actually these things, these opportunities are quite limited at, the much more limited than they should be considering this is a natural part of our being to to do absolutely right so you know I'm really passionate about you know how do we make this available to people you know so um yeah yeah and I think that's I can absolutely relate to you in in that because uh, when I first started um on this path and, you know, like I said, that was like really back in my early 20s. I've, other than before I found that group of women, I did really feel alone in some of the things that I felt. Because um, I did have a little bit of an idea of uh, this uh, energy of the goddess and um, how in days of old, and I, I, mean, I mean, dreams, I would have dreams about things where in days of old, you know, we would come together in a community and we would celebrate the seasons and, you know, just honoring that. And, and no one knew when I 
mentioned Samhain or, you know, the summer solstice and no one knew what I was talking about in my group, in my friend circle, or, you know, my husband, we were very young too. So, um, I, it felt very lonely at times and it, it, it really wasn't until, um, I began that goddess, uh, the, or the, the, this, the goddess, uh, temple and the teachings that I really began to develop, uh, my, my own sisterhood as well, you know, um, after the, the priestess circle and whatnot. And that was my goal was to bring others together, um, and, and to, make it available online because when I first started, there was no one here like that, you know, or at least I didn't know them and we didn't, we didn't have that connection. Um, and now it's becoming so much more, uh, relevant and, 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 and there's so many more people that are interested and curious and now making available online. I have been able to connect with women all over the world and, and make this available. And I hear their stories as to, you know, that we, this spirituality isn't talked about, or uh, I can't even buy black candles at the store because they don't sell black candles. You know, black candles are for, yes, for protection, for empowerment, absolutely, for absorbing negative energy. So these are things that people aren't even aware of because of their circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. And things have changed a lot. Now, in 20 years, things have really, like, the world has just opened up in in, in yeah. so many ways, and there's just so much exciting stuff to explore now. And you know, it just yeah. I don't think I'll ever stop finding new things to be excited about. <laughs> no, no, and that's the beauty of it is that when we think we're done, there's always something more that gets presented to us and shows, you know, teaching us, and you know. I've, been teaching some of the things that I'm teaching for, for quite a few years now, but even with Reiki, you know, I became a Reiki master or the, when I first started teaching Reiki was back in 2008. And, um, I don't solely work with Reiki now I'm working with, you know, I, I developed my own, uh, sort of healing with Reiki in it. And it's, it's, it's called uh, my Aurora light healing. And this is what has been shown to me through guides through my own higher self and, and working. And, and so it's just developed. It's like, we're not supposed to just stay with what is presented to us. We're supposed to take it and build on it, grow in it and keep learning, keep looking, keep absorbing. So I, I continuously do that. I'm still learning all the time. And I, I try to help others experience that as well. Mm. And um, I mean, what you were saying about like that kind of priestess, goddess energy. I mean, mm -hmm. I've always said that's sort of like where my soul has come from. And like for like yes. many years, I sort of longed to go back to that. But as I was, as you were talking and I was thinking about it, I think that shifted a bit recently. It has. Actually. It has. Yeah. Yeah. I had You're so right. I hadn't even realized I hadn't even realized that because like right now all I can think about is kind of like the template of where we're going I'm completely obsessed with it and it's like yes. and it's such a it's such a new earth like integrated energy it's totally like you know the the integrated masculine feminine yes. energy and you know but that has that has you know and I'm still really challenged I'm still always being challenged with that to sort of take on the masculine and integrate yeah. that side of 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 myself and you know I'll be 50 this year and um and I think that you know that is sort of when you get to that point in your life you are sort of like if you look at kind of like Jungian things the mm. woman you're supposed to be integrating mm -hmm. your, your your masculine side because you know all right you know I've managed to have like a kid a bit late <laughs> he's supposed to be he's supposed to be a bit more grown up than he is but you know, you're supposed <laughs> to be getting into the point in your life where you're not just nurturing and being a mother and you know all yeah. of those all of those things but um mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, well, I think it's necessary. I think it was necessary at the time, you know, where we were just very drawn to that feminine side. Yeah. Um, and it is and, where and we've come from, isn't it? It I is where like, we come if you from. You look at like the Earth history and like mm-hmm. all the Neolithic times and all that matriarchy goddess energy. It's one yes. of the foundations, isn't it? And we needed to yeah. back into that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we longed for it because it was a part of us that we were missing because I mean, we know in the last how many thousands of years, the, the, the sacred feminine has been oppressed and it has been more of the patriarchal energy within the uh, corrupt version of the divine masculine, if you will. So it's yeah. more or less, it was necessary to bring them into that integration, that, that place of balance and oneness. And as we shift now, like you said, with the new template and where we're going, it's no more about the feminine and the masculine. It is about the oneness. Mm-hmm. It is about integration. So I, I, I think now we are shifting, we are growing. And, and two, I am also, uh, I, I feel challenged to, to bring in my masculine more now because I have recently, in the past two years, uh, launched a business with uh, two of my soul sisters. And that does require a bit more of the masculine approach to, to things. Uh, but also, I, I feel within my, my goddess temple teachings, uh, a call and a bit more pool to work with men now as well and bringing them in and, you know, having the whole you know, teaching about not just the sacred feminine, but about the sacred masculine as well. So, yeah, so we are definitely shifting and that's the point to grow with it. Yeah. And, it, and it's where the, the earth is pulling us towards that mm-hmm. because that's, that's, that's where she is. And, you know, we're made out of the earth where we, mm-hmm. this is whole big cooperation thing going on yes. there and, yeah uh-huh yeah yeah so I just wanted to um mention something about Sarah mm-hmm. because we've both yes. been working with her so anybody who's listening who doesn't know who Sarah is I'm talking about um the ascended master Sarah and she's the daughter of the master Jesus and Mary Magdalene and she holds this energy of oneness and she's someone I've been working with I don't know now I don't know since 2006 I think however many I don't don't like to think about it anymore really (laughs) because it doesn't seem that long ago then when I say that it's like "Mm, it's a while now um but but she she has actually drawn me into working more and more with earth energies and because when I started doing healing you know like the more you heal the more you learn you know it's all about mm-hmm. practice that's how you learn really to heal isn't it not so much yeah. what someone teaches you right um, and then you know I discovered that I could sense energy and I knew which bit to go to and then after many, many years, I realized that I could do the same with the earth. I could like look at a landscape and, you know, read the landscape and see which way the energies were going and, you know, get guided to do stuff and all the rest of it. And then Sarah really kind of stepped it up for me because she, last year she started teaching me about growing um, these kind of like, she has her own vibration of the violet flame that is amazing for doing like... Mm-hmm new earth transformation work it's all about our ascension process and the earth ascension process and it's really kind of fifth dimensional tenth dimensional I don't know whatever <laughs> you want to call it and um and she and she taught she she taught me this process of how to grow your own spiral and it is like it's really organic it really goes into the earth and um and I've taught it to other people and and Jamie's one of them and and this is why I started talking about this because something happened yesterday that's really bizarre, Jamie, and I want to tell you. Oh, <laughs> yes, I'd love to hear. <laughs> so I think, you know, a lot of people would agree there's a lot of shift and change happening in the world at the moment. Things are sort mm-hmm. of really coming up, you know, politically, um, with the coronavirus, with the environment. There's, there's a lot of challenges going on mm-hmm. so everything's sort of it's like there's a lot of balls in the air and we don't know where mm-hmm. they're landing but it's like yesterday I had this day where I was just like all day I was like taking in these really deep breaths 
like from my belly. And I do that like when I'm healing. It's like it's okay. when energies are coming in. But I've never had it happen like that. Like when nothing apparently seems to be happening. I was doing it all day. And I was like, wow, this is weird. This is weird. And last night, um, <clears throat> our son, he's just started respite care. And he was in respite yesterday. And it was in the evening and me and Thomas, so we were like having a, you know, dinner in front of the television, <laughs> which is like a real special treat for us. Oh. We actually get to. Yeah. And then I heard this explosion and I was like, what is that? And Thomas mm-hmm. said, that sounds like fireworks. And then, and then we heard another one and we were looking out of the window and then we could hear all these sirens and then it didn't stop. So in the end, we went outside because we were worried it was the petrol station down the road and, mm-hmm. that, you know, people could be hurt or whatever. And then, but then we started walking across the road and we found out because so the way this like spiral works that we, that we grow, that Sarah's taught us, it, it very, very gently like clears the landscape. And mine is in a park just across the road from where I live in a place where people don't stand very much. And it has these three ponds next to it where there's like natural spring water comes into it. And it's mm-hmm. a really strong, like, as you could call it, like a fairy temple. Mm-hmm. There's like gateways mm-hmm. there, like elemental gateways to like other realms. And there's amazing guardian trees. There's this huge ash, mm. and a huge beach. And it's just really, I go there nearly every day during the week and have a walk. Wow. Yeah. And next to it, there's sort of like a hut where like the council workers, the people, you know, okay. what that go around mowing all the grass and everything. And it was that, it, they, it was that, because that, we found out, so we went for one, we saw some people coming over and we were like, what's happened? And they said, oh, it's the, it's the council, uh, the, the sheds that exploded. And it's oh like, they don't use chemicals in Denmark to like keep weeds down. They use like these kind of flamethrower kind of things. And we think it must've been the gas canisters that, that, that blew up but there was this huge huge fire and this was the bit that I wanted to tell you so I went over there today because I was like wow you know what happened and what does this mean you know and 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 a lot of it was cordoned off but I could go and stand by my spiral and I could feel like the energy just the whole place had just shifted wow spiral it was like it was still there like underneath but the top of it, it just being kind of, um, I mean, wiped out's not the right word, but, and what it was like, I had to walk the spiral again. And I've been told I've got to go there and keep doing it until it's like formed itself again. And I was telling Thomas wow. about it today. And he's like, oh my God, it's like it needs rebooting. And I was like, yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Exactly. And it's like, I just feel like, I know it's just like, there's just, it does feel, I mean, I know people keep saying you've got to be positive about all these things and all the rest of it, but come on, like the coronavirus, the environment, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, right. Boris Johnson, mm-hmm. whatever. whatever. <laughs> these things, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot, it's a lot of stress for people yes. to, to deal with. And, you know, I think we are a bit burdened at, at, at the moment. And I just feel like, there's something about there's a lot of energies coming in at the moment and things are just being like when I say wiped out I don't mean that in a bad way I just mean like we're doing a bit of a reset at the moment and we've got to like there's some really profound energies coming in and I think that was what was happening yesterday with all these deep Mm -hmm. breaths I was doing it's like it feels like something it doesn't look like it on the outside looks a bit like right (laughs) say that word but um you know there's something yeah and I think I think I'm gonna find out more about that it's very interesting because you and I have not spoken prior to today so yesterday and some of my friends that I speak to on a daily basis can vouch for this I said I don't know what's wrong with me there's something wrong with me today don't feel myself and they said well you feel like you're coming down with something and I said no it's very difficult to explain, but I feel very anxious and I had to keep taking deep breaths 
And I felt like, am I having an anxiety attack? I don't, I don't usually suffer from anxiety attacks. So I, I don't really know what that feels like only from what people have explained to me. I felt this over abundance of energy, very specifically um, my heart chakra, as well as my root chakra was, I just, I felt an um, extreme amount of pressure in my root chakra area. And I thought, well, maybe my root chakra is blocked or something. And, and, and my, I'm, I'm a um, clairsentient or some people call it medical intuitive. So my body tells me when there's something going on that needs to pay attention to. So I thought, wow, well, maybe my root chakra is blocked and that would cause my heart chakra to feel, you know, like I can't breathe. So I started going through all my mudras and grounding and growing my roots. And I thought, well, this isn't working. Something's wrong. Let me pull some cards. <laughs> so I sat down and I pulled some cards and funny enough, and I did not put the two pieces together. I got some information, but I didn't put the two pieces together until you told me this story. I, I picked a, a card that is connected to my spiral that I planted. Uh, and when, I don't know if you remember, the last time I talked to you about when I went and visited my spiral and I checked in on it. Now, it's not very local to me. It's, it's, I, I did this about 30 minutes away or so. And um, my spiral, um, the last time I connected with it to check in it, it did need a reboot. I, I don't know if I told you that or not, but it, it, I couldn't understand what it was trying to tell me, but I kept getting this message of like rebirth, regeneration. It needed a reboot. So also, it, I got the strong message that I needed to sit down and connect with the elementals and the tree guardians there. And as I did, the message they gave me was to, because I'm not so close, that I am now being linked from the tree energy there where my spirals planted to my own backyard where my spiral is or to my own trees in my own backyard and it was through the roots is what they said and I actually saw my own roots from my root chakra um, connecting with the tree spirits there at that spiral you know you hear these things and you kind of put them in the back of your mind you don't fully understand you just get the little pieces so other things that had happened when I had asked about what was going on, I kept seeing Phoenix energy yesterday. And so I got the message that I was tapping into the collective and there was a massive purge and a rebirth happening at this time. And it was literally fire energy that was coming up and our root chakras being our physical connection to the earth um, and you know the earth template, our roots, if you will. Uh, they were being purged from the root up. So when you just said that, I started having flashes in my mind's eye of the card that came up to explain to me how I am linked to my temple through my roots and through the trees. So I'm starting to wonder if I'm going to have to go take a peek and look in on my temple now as well, because I'm feeling like maybe, and, and you know, the work that we're doing, it's, it's all a co-creation, you know, it is all connected and, you know, we're working with the heart chakra of the earth as well. And I did keep having those, you know, both of us having, you know, kind of feeling like we take deep breaths and the overabundance of energy in our heart chakra areas. That's not a coincidence at all. So very, very amazing. That is really, that is really amazing. And I did this like hour long meditation thing today that was working with your heart chakra that Diana Cooper did about the coronavirus. And I was like, oh, but, but I, that's so helpful, though, that you've said all that, because, <clears throat> you know, because I always think I've done something wrong. It's one of my default <laughs> sort of things, like from when I was a kid, I still haven't managed to like, quite get out of that one <laughs> and I was like over at this spiral and like the whole area and it was like the whole fire and everything it just wiped the energy clean and I was like wow did I do something wrong <laughs> <laughs> and of course Oops. you know of course it's not about you know I could mm -hmm. feel it was a collective thing I could feel mm -hmm. it was a collective thing but you know that's always my first instinct and mm -hmm. um and it was still all there underneath you know and it's like but it's like you know the image I was getting when you were talking, it's like, it's like a Microsoft upgrade. 
the earth yes. like the earth's divine plan is like grounding more and more in the physical into humanity mm-hmm. and those spirals they're kind of part earth part us yes and they they can't run on the old programming because that was that was last year and they've got to bring this mm-hmm. this new energy in and it's so it's fine it's all you know of course yeah it, I really want and, things to explode but you know it's all yeah, like no. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> we don't make things explode (laughs) no but you know it's 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 beautiful and it's fascinating because when I um when I do connect with my temples or my spiral I I did see that part of the reasoning that these are being planted if you will is that they are serving almost as satellites I think for these downloads to really hit home, if that makes sense, to really come into earth. Um, And I don't know if that makes sense, but just the best way that I can explain how I see it, they almost remind me of spiral satellites that when the um, higher energy comes in for these upgrades that need to occur, they, uh, the the spirals are are kind of like conduits. Yeah. And they're grounding it. They're so, Mm. they're like creating like the sort of energy you get at these old Neolithic sites, you know, that Mm. sort of very deep energy Mm -hmm. they're creating, they're creating that and they're grounding it. So they're clearing and, you know, the clearing is so much of the preparation work and it's not Sarah's energy herself. She has her own energy. This violet flame is just Mm. preparing things so that that can actually happen. That hasn't actually happened yet. We haven't even got to her. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. like, this is, this is, but I mean, like, if you do any magical work or healing or anything, actually, and it's like if you're cooking, you know, it's the chopping up and the getting the kitchen ready or whatever. The preparation is nine tenths of it, isn't it? The actual cooking mm-hmm. itself is just, it's like, it's like the, the smallest part. So, yeah. You know, we haven't even got to the, you know, I, I mean, everyone's yeah. their own take on it but for me we haven't even got to the good bit yet we're just you know we're, we're still on prep yeah and I think the image of the phoenix really kind of summed it up it's we're really going through a rebirth right now and so you know rebirth is painful and it's not pretty you know and it's like you said it's not that we're supposed to be all positive all the time about these things that are going on um you know I think there's a fine line between fear-mongering and mass hysteria and um also honoring and acknowledging like, Hey, this is happening. You know, these things are going on. You're right. It's just the same way that we deal with emotions and, and, and fears that come up within us. It's not, we're not supposed to bury them and, you know, no, no, you have to be rainbows and sunshine today. No, we're supposed to acknowledge them, honor them, sit with them. And then we're supposed to release them and we can focus on what we can do to assist shift heal yeah and 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 that really feels like you know the processes that we're in right now we're Mm. really the whole point of it is so that we can learn to do that you know Mm -hmm. because we're we're coming into to mastery and you don't get to learn how to do these things unless you're sort of out on the front lines basically Uh which we are the only way out is in yeah and it was like but it was like yesterday and I, and I spoke to a friend this morning. She said, you know, because there's lots of other things sort of happening with my youngest son and loads of challenges. She said, you're looking really cheerful anyway. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I sort of have this, this, it's almost like the worse it gets, the more cheerfulness I have in me. And um, I mean, this is a little bit, this is a little bit macabre, but like for years I've had like end of the world dreams like where everything gets wiped out and then it all gets started again. And I love these dreams (laughs) (laughs) because it's this, it's this incredible opportunity of this new earth. And I, and I think that's what they're really about. I don't think it's because we're all Mm going to get wiped out by me too or anything. It's that, it's that vision. It's that vision of like, wow. This yeah. new thing is happening and it's going to grow out of the old. It's not going to come from it. It's just going to do its own thing and you can't yeah. stop it. It's unstoppable, actually. It's like yeah, such a powerful 
energy but yeah you know when you when the phoenix is like burning everything it's really <laughs> easy to believe that it's all it's yeah all. that there's not a beginning you know and and sadly you know um you know australia and recently here we have a very wooded area that's um it's a very uh, uh it's got like natural waterfalls here and there's quite a few throughout pennsylvania um it's called the delaware water gap and it's on the border of new jersey pennsylvania and very beautiful area to go hiking camping um it also went up in um flames a lot of it um sadly and you know it's going over in um australia it's it is sad it is awful it is scary what the animals with the earth is going through and when you're in those situations it's very easy like you said to just see the fire of the phoenix to just see the destruction mm-hmm. but what is it making room for and you know uh you know we will we will all rise we will all heal we will come out on top of this it's just having trust and faith in the process is is difficult sometimes yeah it, it is and, and and that's when you know we really need each other isn't it mm-hmm. is because we can mirror mirror that backwards and forwards yes. to each other and you know because mm-hmm. when things just go around your own head it's easy to think oh I'm just telling I'm just kidding myself I'm just telling mm-hmm. myself this you know like you're right yeah we need circles we need circles of women so that sort of <clears throat> that leads me to so what I said earlier I wanted to ask you, like, have you got some, like, just one or two easy tips for people? Like, what things do you do, like, every day? Because, you you know, you're busy mm-hmm. with your business and you've got a family. And, you know, these things, what what do you fit into your life in those moments, in those minutes that, that create the yeah. safety for you or help you so- it is essential for me um, every morning to stop and take 10 minutes and, 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 and probably to sometimes my own detriment because I'm sometimes a little late um, when I have to leave places. But that's how important this is for me. Every morning, I try to take about 15, 20 minutes to myself before getting ready to leave for the day. So what that consists of is me, uh, one, coming back down to center and connecting with my higher self. And I do invite in my higher self to really uh, come in or integrate with me at that time. So I can really stop and listen to the to my own energy, to the messages of my soul. So just kind of go to a quiet place. I sit down and I actually do pull my own um, oracle cards for the day. So I every day ask for my higher self to send me a message via my Oracle cards. And um, I take a picture, I just pull about three cards. I take a picture of them and I keep them with me for the day. And sometimes I'll post them, you know, see if they'll help someone else. I keep them with me for the day because sometimes those messages are not very clear when we first pull them because they're giving you guidance throughout the day. So it's like, once the situation happens, you know what the cards were trying to say. So it really has served as um, a wonderful way to get ahead of anything that might come up for that day because I've got the awareness. Oh, that's what my higher self and the cards were trying to say. Um, but also, I, I, I teach Oracle card reading and it's one of my biggest loves because it's not about learning how to read the cards at all cards just serve as a tool. It really is one of the biggest gateways to connecting with your soul, um, learning how to understand the language of spirit, and learning how to connect with your own or exercise, I should say, your intuitive muscles to really help you develop that right brain, that intuition a lot more and, and begin to learn to trust in that. So it just sitting down pulling cards for the day because you do have to before you pull cards you do have to uh, ask for some protection so you're calling in your your team your spiritual team of angels and guardians you're calling on your higher self to deliver divine truth to you so it's a way to really come into yourself to ground yourself before you start out you know like like you said i'm a mother i have my own business i also work a part-time job 
the day gets crazy and we are often running around floating outside of our body instead of inside. And just having those precious 10, 15 minutes to connect with myself has been essential to having a, a, a better day and also giving myself the necessary me time to listen or connect with my energy or myself for the day as well. I feel grounded just listening to you talking about it. <laughs> it's like really calm. Really yeah, calm. It's, it's so wonderful. It's my favorite thing to do. Like I said, I, I am very often late places because I, I will not budge on that. I will do my very best to do that as, as, as best I can. And if the morning is crazy for you and you're a person that's like, absolutely not, I cannot handle that in the morning then make it your evening routine after dinner time, you know, disconnect from everything else. And 15 minutes, the way we make our children a priority and dinner time a priority and, and helping, you know, clean up the house. It is so much more important to first make us a priority. It's not selfish at all. And it is absolutely false programming to believe that being a little selfish for yourself is wrong because who are you to anyone around you if you're not taking care of you first, you know, and yeah. it can really help you throughout the day with anything that arises. I get messages from my children and I don't even know it until the situation happens with my children just in those few 10, 15 minutes. So that's one of, one of my favorite things to do. Um, I will tell you another one of my favorite things to do is um, connecting with the animals and the symbols and the signs that come in all around me. I think a lot of people have this um, false understanding of, I have to be special to get messages. I have to be practicing some really fancy smancy uh, degree or spiritual technique in order to get signs. No. Our, um, our higher selves, ours, you know, the divine, whatever you refer to that as, the universe is connecting with us all the time, all day long. We just don't notice it. But the moment that we tap into that and like turn that switch on, because that's really what it is to me. It's like turning the switch on. You just tuned in to a different, you know, radio station. It's like the divine knows and floods you with information. And so paying attention to the bird that flew in front of your car, you know, when you were driving, or the crow that started calling really loudly the moment you stepped out your front door. Um, the symbols are images that you might have seen on Facebook. Maybe you're seeing fox everywhere, like three days in a row on Facebook. People are different people are posting fox. Well, there's a message in that for you. And um, the best thing that you can do is if you can notice what it was doing, it helps to kind of, it helps you. It's, it's almost like heart reading, you know, it's like tuning into what was that animal doing and what was I doing exactly when it crossed my path. Gives you a little bit of insight there and you can really have fun with it. You don't have, there's no right or wrong. Spirit speaks to you exactly how you will understand it. So there's no right or wrong with that. Um, the numbers sequences that are coming in, you know, and if you don't know, Google, it can give you a great idea based on someone else's interpretation. It doesn't mean it has to be strictly that, but you take what resonates with your soul and you release the rest. So that's, you know, the trees. Um, I've had dreams come, uh, trees come to me in dreams communicating with me. Um, I think really just paying attention to everything. I am that person that's like, oh my goodness, I saw 1111. And then there was a 555 on the receipt when I left the store. I'm that person because spirit speaks to me that way. And I get my best messages. And it's, when I say spirit, it's, it's not just this amazing divine energy outside of us. It's the universe is really us, you know? So yeah, I think that's just, two really simple things that you don't need any titles for. And it's really just, you can go to the store, pick yourself out a really simple set of Oracle cards. doesn't matter if you took a course or not, sit down, pull yourself one a day. That's all you need. And just work with that. 
Thank you. I really, really love both of those things. And just the way you talk about it, you know, it's like, um, it's, they're simple, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And it's just it's, about, it's just about practicing. It's just about mm-hmm. saying, yeah, I'm going to do this and kind of owning it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is, it's like the moment we don't notice it until we, we tune in. And the moment you tune in, it's like the universe conspires to help you understand. So, and then, like I said, there's no, we get so stuck in the rights and the wrongs, you know, it's just, there is no right or wrong when it comes to your own soul's intuition. So it's really just about whatever you feel or felt, thought the moment that happened and go with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking specifically about the other day. I was in a situation with some women and I got really, really stressed. And if I just stopped for a moment and tuned in, things mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. have gone really, really different, but I didn't. And I, and I really have this pattern of like when I'm stressed and that's the moment where I really need to stop and take a breath, I don't. And it's like, I've learned it all went really badly and I've learned such a huge lesson and I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, you know, because I I can, if I'm doing a reading for myself or for someone else, you know, I, of course I tune in, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's these moments like where things are like really, you know, difficult Mm -hmm. and I'm programming my brain now. I am yes. going to tune in. I am going to tune in because that bit of wisdom, oh, I needed it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you'll find that doing that and you know, I'm I'm not <laughs> I I fall victim to those very same things, you know, because we do. When you are getting you're in a traffic jam or someone's cutting you off in line or you're at the grocery store and it's just chaos, you do you go into those places of, you know, uh but yeah, you know, you, and you, and you, and you, and you feed in to the yeah. energy around you, especially yeah. because the majority, you know, we are all empathic at our core. We really are. We just tend to shut it down and shut it off. Um, but when you start to really pay attention, it does enable you to transform the situation because you didn't engage in it. So, and you, you, it allows you to kind of like step back and say, okay, well, what's really going on here? And on those days where we my friends and I say, fail the test. Um, <laughs> we failed the test that day. Um, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. It, it's just, yeah. it was actually, maybe you needed to so that you could learn from it. Yeah. And, 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 and you'll be represented with it again, I'm sure. Yes. And, then, <laughs> and then the next time you can just, you know, you transform it that way. But it's true, isn't it? The pain of those lessons, that's what makes oh. you remember the next time when you're in it, you go, Oh, but I can't. oh yeah, but remember what happened last time? Oh yeah, okay. uh-huh. <laughs> deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I believe that spirit uh, enables us to learn from experience. We have to, we've got to get the wound to know that next time we don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. Well, it's been really lovely talking to you today. Before we get, because we could just keep going on for, for, for <laughs> you know, another couple of hours probably until we fell over exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Is there something else that you want to talk about that I haven't asked you about or we haven't got to? Um, I, I feel like, um, I mean, really, I think we covered a whole lot. of. I, I feel like it's important for people to recognize how sacred they are. And so I love that you call this sacred you. Um, One of my spiritual businesses is called Magical Me. And it absolutely has nothing to do with me, contrary to the, the, the title. It is actually how we are all magical. We are all sacred. And everybody listening, um, you know, aside from those few things that uh, Rachel and I have discussed, what you could do, um, I think your dreams are something that go really unnoticed by a lot of people. I feel like your dreams are your biggest helpers, your biggest teachers. Um, So I feel like just paying attention to your dreams and starting to write them down and um, slowly decipher them 
just kind of breaking them apart the way that you would an oracle message or breaking them apart the way that you would the bird that flew in front of you. What was it doing? What was its color? Things like that. Your, your soul is always communicating to you and, and really cheering you on and giving you the guidance and the direction. So I feel like it's important for everybody to know things like that because there's so many tools that we have at our disposal to empower ourselves, to grow ourselves, to heal ourselves. So um, I have Magical Me is one of my spiritual businesses and it is online on Facebook. Um, I do offer readings and healing sessions in person and remotely, but also I have a sister business called Oracles of the Light. And that's also on Facebook. And that is with two of my soul sisters, Lindsay and Karen. And for those times when people are struggling to get a little bit of direction, um, to get that foot in the door with empowering themselves, we offer an array of different online classes and healings and again, readings. So if anybody ever needs a little bit of a, I guess just a little bit of a direction, that's, we make it our business to do that because that's who we are. That's who we were. You know, we just needed that little bit of a push in the right direction. So, yeah. So I think that's all. Yeah, and that's great. And I'll put um, <clears throat> I'll put all the links in the in the show notes to all the different mm-hmm. websites, Thank you. Facebook page, and but I saw what, what's it called again? Was it Ladies of the Oracle, or what's it called again? Oracles of the Light. Oracles of the Light. That's it. I saw the photos of you, and I thought, oh, they look mm. so lovely. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful, beautiful photos. Yeah, I really like thank you. That. And that's what we do. We kind of just came together and thought, you know, and you know, because sisterhoods are so important on this journey. You know, um, friendships, real friendships, and for men too as well, a brotherhood. Or if you have women as well that, you know, you have that relationship with, it's so essential to have people in your corner, your soul family. So we kind of just came together to blend our unique talents. You know, Karen's a sound and energy healer and Lindsay works with mediumship and, you know, I do the light healing and um, I work with animals as well. So kind of just come together to just provide whatever it is that someone needs to recognize their own truth, their own potential. Yeah, that's great. And maybe we have to get together another time and do another podcast because we didn't get to talk about Sarah that much. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to get together and talk about Sarah. I mean, that's how we found each other. So <laughs> really, Sarah was the mastermind there. So, I And I just, wanted to, I just wanted to mention that the, the spirals that we were talking about, I have an a online course that teaches how to um, be attuned to Sarah's violent flame and also how to grow those spirals and I'll, I'll put those links in as well but I just want to say thank you very much Jamie no Time thank has you flown. very much I've really really enjoyed it and it's been really lovely talking to you and I hope to do it again yes absolutely I'd love to anytime thank you so much for having me and yes Rachel's courses are amazing. Please check them out. Uh, That's uh, how I've learned to work with my own spirals and the violet flame has taken to a whole nother level. So thank you very much. And Sarah for that. Yeah. And thank you to to everyone that's listening. I think um, we've had some real gems today from Jamie and hopefully our conversation. Oh dear. I managed to um, cut us off there at the end, but I was just going to say, Hopefully that's inspired you um, and given you some new tips or maybe just reminded you of things you already knew but hadn't done for a while. So um, blessings from me and Jamie from tonight's podcast and hope to see you next time. Blessed be.